Was that a chicken? This, this will never air. air. <clears throat> All right, what are we talking about? Uh, some things. Stuff and things. Stuff and things. We could just talk about diplomacy for half an hour. <laughs> yeah, isn't uh, adjudication in an hour or so? Yeah, thing like that. I'm depressed by it, so... You're depressed by it? <laughs> are you one of the people who's being ganged up on? Uh, I may or may not be. Because <laughs> if I were in your in that situation, I, I think I guess I would be depressed, too. Mm-hmm. I just like yeah. how... England managed to get all the way over to Moscow. It's just like, but <laughs> so I suspect that games with um, more new players tend to have more interesting results because yes. Well, I'm at the point where I'm wondering if I should consider starting to break some alliances for personal gain. Seems likely. Mm. Although I think we had talked about resetting the game once yeah. everyone kind of got the hang of everything because we've had so many botched orders and <laughs> yeah, seriously <laughs> thought we could just declare a what what's the seven way victory yeah seven way victory <laughs> world government victory <laughs> yeah L- league of nations <laughs> L- league league of nations sugar to beat us so do you uh do you have feelings about uh automotive engineers being thrown under the proverbial bus I in congressional testimony? I'm not surprised. I'm no, not surprised. I fully expected management no, would yeah. wash their hands of it. Yeah. I thought it was interesting they said software engineers and I'm like, because mm, that shows an even less or or like a further lack of understanding because there aren't really software engineers in automotive. There are controls engineers, but I mean, that's just, it's just terminology. Yeah. One of my good friends from high school is, I think he would call himself a diesel powertrain engineer and he definitely writes the software for the engine chipsets. Right. Yeah. But the way they do it is completely different from, you know, typical whatever programming, computer. Oh, right. 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 Yeah. Why did you put Sherbert on the list? I don't know. Why not? Um, Why is anything on the list? Well, it's, it's sherbet or sorbet or I don't know. Some people have strong opinions about this. I don't. Mainly because I don't eat it. So, Because I eat real ice cream. I like that they're trying to, this is the VW thing, they're trying to immunize the um, higher ups. They're like, oh, we didn't know about it until last month. Uh-huh. Sure you didn't. Yeah, even if they didn't know about it beforehand, I'm sure they knew once that first study came out of that one group. Mm-hmm. It does say 400,000 cars can't be fixed by a software solution and will have to be retrofitted, so that's going to be expensive. It's got to be thousands per car for, what, a urea system? Yeah, exactly. We really need a motorized desk right about now. <laughs> <laughs> I do have... I could open the garage door. <laughs> <laughs> or is it a chain drive? So it's like clink, clink, clink. Uh, it is. It is chain drive. Yeah. Mm. Mm. It's fairly quiet. I mean, it just hums. It doesn't chain really... drive or belt drive? Chain. It's got a chain. There's a uh, old ones have like a, a screw drive. 
Yeah, screw, which seems ridiculous to me, but whatever. Nice slow worm gear. Is that pan capitalized because we're talking about the movie, or are we talking about pans for cooking, or... Uh, attempting to talk about the movie, of course it will turn to food in some way, but... Mm. Have you uh, Have you seen it then? I have not. I've only seen the previews. And based off of that, I will not be seeing it. I don't even know what you guys are talking about, so... They are doing Peter Pan uh, before... Uh, the Disney cartoon. And they're calling it Pan? Yes. That I don't know that they'll win the SEO battle with that name. Mm-hmm. Just just Google Pan. Pan Man. P- pan. <laughs> so does that make Hugh Jackman a Pan Man? Mm. 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 See, he's... Wh- I, I, I like the way he looks. Um, he's a convincing Captain <laughs> Hook. When he talks, it's it's like that's Hugh Jackman. He's not. Mm. He hasn't changed his voice enough for me. I mean, maybe it'll be different in the movie. I don't know that he's capable of changing his voice. Well, I think he is because he's actually Australian or something mm. like that. So mm. when he's playing Wolverine, he's definitely changing his voice quite a bit. Oh well, mm. maybe. I, I think we don't, we haven't needed a new Peter Pan movie since Hook. Right. So is anybody interested in Pan, the movie? No, I can't say I am. No, the, I didn't the, even bother Peter, to see the trailer. The Peter Pan mythology never really interested me to start with, so. Well, how about Batman versus Superman? Hmm. No, no, I'm not interested in that either. <laughs> I, will I don't I don't see many movies. See it, it, it takes a very uh outstanding kind of movie for me to go and see it but eh, superhero films i don't go out much for i might go see steve jobs that that is the one that i might see and the new bond film specter yeah i definitely want to see specter and we're gonna go see the martian this weekend because anderley's mom is in town so she can babysit for us i saw it on monday Mm. and uh it is different than the book um, I mean, which is to be expected, but <laughs> it's, uh, I thought the book was written almost like a movie script to start with. So I was kind of surprised by what they cut out. Um, but I think they did a good job. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Having read the book, a lot of things cut from the book that after seeing the movie, I'm like, yeah, that really didn't need to be there. You know, I, I think it was a really good adaptation of it. I really liked it. And uh, would recommend it. The only thing I couldn't quite figure out is why it's an almost two and a half hour movie because the book is fairly short. Mm-hmm. They don't. There's not really any break in the action either. I mean, it goes. You know, there's constant storytelling. It's not like you sit there and watch him do something for for five minutes. Uh, there's action throughout. No, no long pod docking sequences. <laughs> Nope. Nope. I wonder if it's because there's certain action descriptions that you can do in a page or two in a book, which, you know, you could read in a minute that to really explain visually, you know, it it could be 10, 20 seconds per sentence mm-hmm. of uh of film. Mm. Or 4K hard drive space, whatever they do these days. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Well, yeah. You know. One thing I kind of wished for was that, you know, there's a delay between Earth and Mars. And in the film, they say it's 12 minutes. I don't know if that's real or, or not. I thought it would have been really interesting if they had, like, got up to just about what happened. And then somehow, you know, they cut back to to the Space Center. And the a- audience, there's stuff going on on the screen, but you still have to wait 12 minutes to find out what just happened. <laughs> that could be interesting. I think you could only do it once to not be cruel to the audience. Mm-hmm. I think I usually see the number 30 minutes to Mars thrown around, but that probably depends a lot on whether we're on the same side of the sun or not. Mm-hmm. I think you're thinking of the band 30 seconds to Mars. No, I you, found you an article a fair bit that of Delta says, v for that. Uh, mm, I found a uh, article that says 13 minutes, 48 seconds for curiosity. Mm. So, but I guess it varies. Oh, maybe that's one way. So it's closer to 30 for a round trip. Mm-hmm. Right. 12 minutes one way in the movie. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm. Stupid light not traveling very fast. <laughs> Universal <laughs> speed limits. Ugh. So annoying. Where's my Ansible? That's what I want to know. <laughs> What's this about an ideal water drinking temperature? Yeah, I'm confused about that. Is that that the outside temperature or the temperature of the water? (laughs) The air temperature that is necessary to be able to drink water. I I would imagine you'd want to drink water no matter the air temperature, although at a certain point you're talking about freezing or sublimation or something. You know, you don't know my story, so I'll just say that. Very particular about when I drink water. (laughs) That's true. We may have some follow-up. Then. <laughs> we, we can handle that on the next episode i have a um well i mean obviously i like to drink it cold preferably ice cold but i do remember i met or i was at some thing and there was a person who was drinking just hot water like just a mug of hot water and i was so perplexed because that seemed weird to me like very strange temperature i think so it was definitely like that would steaming. Just make you go to the bathroom. Uh, something like that. Very odd, at the very least. Anyway, what I was thinking was, I almost always am fine with just tap water. Like the cold from the tap is cold enough, but I feel like a lot of people need full-on ice water, and that's usually too cold for my taste. Hmm. Hmm. I don't. I don't usually have a too cold. Sometimes I do need to put ice in the tap, but otherwise, it's usually cold enough. Depends on, I guess, the, um, you know, season, because in the summer, the tap gets somewhat warm, at least around here, so. I want it as close to freezing Mm. as I can. As long as I don't have to chew it. (laughs) Oh, I hate chewy water. Just before, (laughs) just before solid. (laughs) Silty. Terp. Call that uh, call oh. that hard water. I think <laughs> I forgot to use my cough button. <laughs> I think your cough button is going to make too many clicks, so it's going to get picked up. I don't think it's hmm. working. My my software oh, maybe because I haven't cough button it up. works. See, he sent me the cough button, 
And now I've got to track down my extra cables because. Oh, you need an extra patch cable? Yeah. Right. I, I think I know where mm-hmm. it is, but it's packed away. So. <laughs> Balanced audio. So, but I have one. I have a cough button. But do you have a bell? Mm. Uh, I have a triangle. I'd have to dig that out too. <laughs> just the musical instrument, or just a, an actual like piece of geometry? The actual. Well, it's both. I guess that's true. It's the abstract I mean. concept of a triangle. It's just hovering in space near him. <laughs> I, I tape it to the wall sometimes. Keep it from going anywhere. This is our triangle. In the bonus material that I posted in the Slack, there's, for some reason, we go down this path where I pull out a box of instruments that my wife has because she's a former music mm. teacher. And um, there's a triangle. There's, I think I was looking for a bell. I found some handbells, triangle, a tambourine. I can't remember what else. Uh, recorder, of course. <laughs> Obviously. Obligated. I think mm-hmm. every American citizen is required to own a recorder. Well, every elementary music teacher is required to own multiple mm. recorders. Mm. I mm. think we have two. Both of them are Anderley's old ones. But we'll break them out when the little guy's a little older. <laughs> Pass down the family recorders. <laughs> They're <Sure>. heirlooms. <laughs> yeah, it's, you, get the, you get the heirloom recorders. I just had to use the school ones, which were oh my, definitely oh, aged. Disgusting. Does that look clean to you? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Here you go. Here's the uh, recorder Grandpa took to World War II <laughs> and annoyed all of his uh, fellow soldiers yes. with. Foxhole. That's that's why he's no longer with us. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> Go play that recorder out in the firing line. <laughs> he played his recorder into battle. It wasn't quite as impressive as like bagpipes or a, you know, a drum <laughs> a f- though. A fife. Yeah. <laughs> a f- well, yeah, basically. What even is a fife? Isn't it kind of like a piccolo? I always see it depicted as a literal metal tube with some holes in it. So I have my. I typed in fife into Wikipedia, and I'm getting a place in scotland so i thought you would get the simpson yeah, the firth of fife mm. oh it's a transverse flute not a not a longitudinal flute transverse so you, you, you play it side across the side of your face yeah similar to the piccolo but louder and shriller well that's not very nice <laughs> it's awfully personal <laughs> Yes. Okay. It's basically a piccolo, but a shrill, apparently. I mean, my reference is pretty much solely like Revolutionary War imagery. Right? (laughs) Films you watched in elementary school? Yeah. Where they're playing Yankee Doodle? Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure there's there's fifes throughout Schoolhouse Rock. Apparently the uh, instrumentalist is called a fifer. Mm. I mean, that, that makes sense. It's an it's an edge blown aerophone, aerophone, edge blown aerophone. Well, I'm glad that we cleared that up. Mm-hmm. If you had two of them, you could have it stereophonic. <laughs> it's, it's true. You could. 
quadrophenia. <laughs> Imagine two Yankee doodles going on at the same time. They call that a, a double doodle. <laughs> <laughs> mm, that's not a fife. In fact, that is a bell. I believe this is mm. the type of bell known as a service bell. I don't know if that's a distinct type of bell, though. Thank you for your what service. What does... um? see how is a service bell classified like what are the technical terms for it because you said that a, what a fife is what an air phone or whatever hey yeah aerophone. which i thought were the things that were on planes until we all got cell phones but whatever hmm i assume i'm saying that right an aerophone is any musical instrument that produces sound primarily by causing the body of air to vibrate hmm. well, that's a lot of things Flutes. Bone flutes. As I'm looking at Wikipedia. Oh yes, so this this bell thing. has a clapper or u- uvula, u- uvula, bassoon, clarinet, duduk, oboes, saxophones. Mm. So reed, there are reed aerophones, mm. and and that they're right aerophones. aerophones. So that's interesting, because a trumpet is an aerophone. Well, yeah. Basically, mm-hmm. so I, I played trumpet in band, but eventually I decided that I didn't want to expend lung effort making noise, so I switched to like drums and guitar where you don't have to, you know, use your, you know, lungs to, yeah. I was like, yeah. this is way less effort. <laughs> I too played the trumpet. Not very we well. We had in, uh, in fifth grade, it was, uh, a rotation system where we switched out instruments like every, couple weeks so i think huh. i tried cornet saxophone drums and then we also had an orchestra rotation so i tried cello and violin that's not really a recipe for becoming an expert in any particular thing though i think the idea was that then the next year when you actually got to pick what your mm. performing or visual art was you you would have some idea if you hadn't already you know been someone who was taking lessons uh, i i did trumpet and then they needed people to switch to french horn so i did that and then i got tired of it now i play guitar badly so i say sherbert <laughs> you do see i mm-hmm. yeah you know sherbert it, it seems like the way to say it right i sherbert. i also in, insert the extra r right but there are people who insist that it is sorbet even though there apparently is a difference between the two though i don't understand it because I just eat ice cream. Because ice cream is better. Next topic. Sorbet. Sorbet. Sorry. Sorbet. 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 <laughs> What's sorbet? Sorbet. Sorbet is not to con- be confused with sharbet. Sharbat. Sharbat or sherbert. 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 Milk drink. Wait, so what are the things that are like the little orange-flavored push-pop kind of things that I think are sometimes called like a sherbet stick? Those are just popsicles, really. Mm. Push-pops? No, but they're not just flavored ice like a popsicle. Like, they have that more gelato texture. I don't even know. I can't believe you're describing mm. a popsicle as having a gelato texture, because that's No, just... no. Well, that right. That's what makes this... Th- thing I'm picturing, not a popsicle. Mm. 
Well, push pop is in fact a lollipop, so there's that. Yeah, but there's push pop ice cream as well. Push up, push pop, mm. technically. Mm-hmm. I I miss ice cream. I basically can't eat it anymore. Mm. Makes me sad. And the non dairy options are either terrible or like well, yeah, sherbet. You can have sherbet. Yeah, or they're like six dollars a pint. Jeez. Did you guys have uh, Schwann's in your area? We did. I saw the truck occasionally. We did the trial one month, and I think my parents decided it was like too much food for what they wanted to have in the freezer. Was Schwann's like uh, the pre-Blue Apron or what? Kind I don't, of, I don't and, understand and, the concept, I guess. And some people really swore by like their frozen pizza compared to the various store frozen pizza brands. Although I think now Schwann's owns most of those anyway. So anyway, Charbart. The Charbart <laughs> is not to be confused with Sorbet. Charbart. Wait, for the Gu- Guantanamo de- de- detainee, see Charbart, Guantanamo <laughs> detainee 1051. For the Afghan girl, see Charbart Gula. This is straying this is, into no wonder confusing, it's so confusing territory, yes. According to Wikipedia, that Charbart is a drink, or Charbart or Sherbet is a drink. I typed it, I searched for Charbart and got Shabbat, so. <laughs> We've come full circle. Can it, I don't know, can you eat Sherbet on Shabbat? Is there special Shabbat Sherbet? The person responsible for preparing and serving Sherbet in Turkey is called a serbet. Very artisanal. Hopefully, we've uh, explained it enough that everybody knows the difference now. Yes, this has been Sherbert Talk. And now we'll move on from Sherbert Talk to... Hmm. You suggested well, we airport food. I did suggest airport food. That's actually... Yes, I just read that as you said that, which... Yeah, airport food. What's the deal with airport food? Hmm. No, but I mean, is there any airport food that's good... Or, like, enjoyable to eat? All of the airport food at our local airport, uh, Kansas City International, uh, MCI, for some reason. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> International with big quotes. Yeah. Almost all of the food is actual restaurants, like you would get outside hmm. of the airport. So it's not really... See, the only good airport food I've had was uh, at Baltimore Airport because they just have a Chipotle. But everything else is like, I don't know, I don't understand why airport food is so bad. It's just inedible and unappetizing. I wonder if if part of it is because they have to get the deliveries so much earlier in the day to like get through security and everything or something like that. Hmm. I've I've had mostly okay airport food. Hmm. Here at the uh at the Portland airport, there's a couple of chain restaurants of various sorts, including a Burgerville, which is delicious, which is a local burger chain. But they have several food trucks like in the airport. There's an open cafeteria area and there are they are trucks that have been pulled into and set up along the wall of the dining area so that you can have the Portland experience in the airport. 
that seems like a very Portland thing. See, we have a Chili's too, which is, I don't even know what the point of that is. It's just Chili's with a limited menu, right? Pretty much. Yeah, which is, I don't know why you would go to such a place to start with. You mean like Chili's with the number two? No, Chili's with T-O-O after it. I I don't, I don't (laughs) even know why that. Mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's a thing. It's apparently a thing. Mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So do they let you take a Chipotle burrito on the plane? I didn't attempt it. Uh, I mean, you could put it in your car or your carry on, right? And they wouldn't be able to stop you. Hmm. Does sour cream count as a liquid? Uh, no, it's a cream. In fact, well, to be fair, it's given to you after the, um, you know, checkpoint. So I think it's fine. Hmm. I'm just wondering if I have to check my burrito. (laughs) (laughs) Sir, we're going to need to check gate check your burrito. Yeah, if I bring one from outside the airport, are they going to let me through? Are they going to run it through the x-ray? Is that going to do anything to, well, the, you know. to the meat? Because this is very sensitive well, to meat. Just you make know, sure you don't have th- more than three ounces of sour cream, because it is a kind of a gel. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. It's like, you know, and it's free-range meats. I don't know what the the x-rays are going to yeah. do to it. Free-range, antibiotic-free? Yeah, could could ruin it. it is it? Is it still organic after it's been scanned? Hmm. I don't know. It's a good question. Am I going to eat it and get autism? <laughs> All good questions. <laughs> TSA Chipotle burrito. <laughs> Wait, no, because the TSA does have a thing that you can put in. Like, can I bring my X on the plane? So just put in burrito and see what it says. I remember at one point I was at the a TSA checkpoint and they had one of the lists of banned items posted and one of the items was, you know, transforming robot toy that forms a gun. And I was thinking, I think there's only a handful of transformers that do that. There's like Megatron. It's, it's oddly specific, old, right? Yeah, it's super specific. So the TSA does not understand the query burrito. I guess they they're not familiar. <laughs> Let me try something. Let me try enchilada. <laughs> Nope, didn't find that either. Um, what if you what just else? brought like a whole casserole dish of something? <laughs> I mean, it's not really a liquid or a gel, right? Yeah. Like, well, uh, um, Wonderyak was saying he got through with some cannoli. Mm. Cannoli? Item I've not definitely found. taken a mm. Let me peanut try butter jelly sandwich through with a fair bit of jam on it. I don't know if it was three ounces of jam. Food. Are we talking baby food, dry food goods, baked food items, snack food, dry cat food, powdered food, powdered food, mm, soylent, pet food or food? I think just food. One of the times we traveled with baby formula, they wanted to open it up and inspect the powder. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Here's an article about someone who had their... Cottage cheese confiscated by the TSA at the Seattle-Tacoma airport. Ooh, they actually have a result for cottage cheese. It says they could be in their carry-on if it's 3.4 ounces or less. <laughs> so you can't bring more than three ounces of cottage cheese. So I, I'm, I'm curious, like, where... Or you could check the, it, obviously. 
list of dairy products did they consider it to have transitioned to a liquid or gel? Like, yeah, well, I think nice most cheese. dairy products are liquids and gels, right? Because, yeah, I mean, cheese is, unless it's queso. Hang on, queso. Can you bring a bottle of water if it's frozen solid? Ooh, good question. Frozen mm. water. I suppose I should type in ice. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 this is great. Frozen burrito. Frozen Frozen liquid items are allowed through the checkpoint as long as they are frozen solid when presented for screening. If they are mm. partially melted, slushy, or have any liquid at the bottom of the container, they must meet 311 liquid requirements. So, <laughs> so you could freeze something, bring it through, and then it could thaw out, and that would be okay, which seems like perhaps an unacceptable compromise. I think, though, whatever explosives they're actually worried about probably don't freeze at a high enough temperature like they'd be so cold this is true but it's still it's still a weird distinction right yeah it was it's it's Hmm. all arbitrary yes also it says if the frozen item is packed with ice or ice packs in a cooler or other container those also must be completely frozen Mm-hmm. There was, I don't remember where I was flying out of, but um, there was a sign that was specific. There had been some conference where the door prize was one of those little popsicle makers that has, you know, some kind of refrigerant inside the casing. Hmm. And there was a little sign at the checkpoint saying, you know, so-and-so attendees, you can you must check your popsicle maker. <laughs> <laughs> Because, you know, the, the amount of liquid. Darn it, I was going to use it in flight. <laughs> Just pull it up out of your bag and set it down on your tray table. Like, does anyone want popsicles? <laughs> I have grape and uh, I have a push pop here. Because the one thing you want in your seat neighbor on an airplane is stickiness. Yeah. Well, I mean, to be fair, ginger ale. Yeah, true. Which is great, and I don't understand why I don't drink more ginger ale, like, outside of the context of flying, but I just don't. I think my problem with ginger ale is I associate it with being sick as a kid, because that was, like, the you-have-a-nauseous-stomach remedy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, That's sip, usually sip my mom's ginger recommendation. Ale. Yeah. yeah. It does help. I should note that on my um, most recent flight, I wore those C-band things, which are like the little elastic bands that push on your wrist, mm-hmm. supposedly to help with uh, motion sickness. And, I, you know, anecdotal evidence, right? But it, they seem to have helped. I don't know. I don't know how any of it works. Maybe I could just Pressure hold points. onto my wrist next time, just like keep my hands like, bundled together and push hard on my wrists. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Did you ever do the thing where, like, if you hold one finger really tightly in your fist, then your then your hand like kind of locks up, and it's really hard to tell it to open after a few minutes? No, I've never heard of that. I think I used to do it a lot in elementary school, like walking back from the cafeteria. I don't know mm. why I just thought of it. <laughs> I mean, I know people who did the knuckle cracking thing, which I still don't understand. Yeah. Well, at least we have that guy who did the definitive study of cracking knuckles on one hand but not the other for, like, many years. It's little little bubbles in the fluid between your bones, right? Yeah, something like that. Hmm. Do you ever find yourself thinking about your skeleton? 
<laughs> well, I do now. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 the spooky time of year. <laughs> <laughs> the time of year in which we think about skeletons. Are you your skeleton? Mm. I don't know. We kind of we kind of covered this. Aaron had a problem with people saying, "I love my new body." Because it was like, you are your body. Well, yeah. But are you? I mean, brains, right? Consciousness, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Fill an argument here. I, I, I'm sure philosophers have debated that for a long time. Hmm. 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 Mm-hmm. So which is it? I don't know. Well, we can't go on until someone well, decides. Well, I'm going to go with something like emergent patterns. So sum is greater than the parts. Sure. Okay. I don't know what that means, but it works. Well, I obviously haven't put much thought into it. Do you have problems with people calling their cats and dogs fur babies? What on earth? Fur baby? You've never heard fur baby? No, that is unsettling. My fur baby escaped the fence today. Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. My fur baby ate my sneakers. No, that's unacceptable. I, and also, I too, also frankly, too it. close to Furby. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe that's the next version mm. of the Furby. It will, Fur, the fur it will baby. Sneakers. No, fur I, baby I, just sounds terrible. It sounds like some kind of cause. It sounds like a relatively benign thing. Dungeons and Dragons creature. <laughs> <laughs> come across a fur baby kobold it cries at you you take one psychological damage <laughs> well you, it could be like the uh rabbit in monty mm. python in the holy grail you never know it could be a horrible killing machine it's true you do never know it's hard to tell right that's a, a dm would do that they'd make something that seems Completely no, DMs never do that. Innocent. Every DM is is wonderful and you know nice and fair, mainly fair. Mm-hmm. I actually don't know. I've never played a game of D anD. I've I've only listened I guess, to them. Actually, I guess I, I did I've play both, one game many many years ago, but just one. So I've both played and DM'd, and uh, the the problem with. Um, experienced players is that they expect that kind of trap at every turn so it actually gets really frustratingly slow because they think everything that is totally innocuous and not important is yeah, it's like a super dangerous trap it's like okay you start out in a pub and they're like oh let's check the pub for traps and you're like what no you're literally supposed to leave the pub like in the first 30 seconds <laughs> there's nothing in the pub <laughs> you speak to the bartender he tells you to leave <laughs> Yeah, or, or I'll like casually describe a you know a shadowy corner or something, and they spend two hours searching for secret doors. Or I think the idea of D and D player revolts is pretty funny too, where it's like you know, do you accept this quest? And it's like, no, no, we'll just hang out at the bar. <laughs> yeah, you 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 sometimes have to get a little creative to move the story along. <laughs> um, yeah. If you're doing an ongoing campaign where you have like a bigger world and recurring villains and that sort of thing, you can kind of throw random stuff at them. Um, but if you're just doing a one shot where you really didn't have time to plan anything more than a pretty basic linear 
dungeon crawl. Mm-hmm. You kind of have to railroad the players a little bit, which I don't like doing, but... Yeah. I've been trying to play... I have the 5th edition starter set, but none of my friends are interested in playing. I need better friends. I did a little bit of the 5th edition playtest, um, but I've not convinced my usual suspects of of committing to a a game and and we're all over the country now so it'd be hard yeah from what i've looked it seems like fifth edition is a real improvement over fourth which is good yeah it is i i liked parts of fourth and i think it was more accessible in some ways but it was also more samey um yeah the different classes kind of got the same sorts of powers at each level Mm -hmm. uh which was probably good for balance and you know party makeup and those sorts of things, but it made it less interesting. I know a lot of people swear by the Pathfinder add-on system, which I've never played. I'm mm. mostly used to third edition, mm. which had mm. its problems, mm. and but mm. I liked it. <laughs> I'm I sure you guys care brief- a lot. Yeah, well, yeah. D and D opinions. I feel we should briefly mm-hmm. mention that uh, Aaron ha- uh, grew in a-, a gigantic watermelon. Pictures are on mm-hmm. Twitter and will probably be in the show notes. I don't <laughs> know why that is in the topic list, but we can check it off. Huge watermelons. If he was here, it would help. It would help. But I think he's recording a show right uh, now. What do they know about podcasting? Uh, actually, he's not. He's not recording right now because he's not on Skype. Mm. Unless he uses a secret account. <laughs> I don't think so. Do you guys browse Imager very much? I do, yes. I have the app on my phone, mm. which is an experience in and of itself because their app is notoriously terrible. No, I've never never browsed it. I just, if I'm linked to individual things, but I'm also sort of oddly disconnected from the whole Reddit-related experience. Well, so am I. I don't go on Reddit, but I, I do browse Imager because it's, I don't know, more visual, easier to get through. Mm-hmm. So, Andrew, do you know the alternate names for animals? I do. Oh, and that doesn't make this game oh, very good. Well, well, I'm clueless, so... It's just... Just quiz, just quiz Nick about them. <laughs> do you know alternate names for everyday objects? Um... Maybe not. Okay. Well, let's try okay. that then. So we'll start with uh, Nick. Is this like Cockney rhyming slang or something? A little bit. D- much dumber, frankly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means. Anyway. Uh, roll of inches. Mm. Tape measure? Yes. That's... Oh my god. That's so... <laughs> I can't... <laughs> This sounds like what happens if you have like a post-apocalyptic society and the kids have to invent the words for things they didn't learn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Andrew, this one should be pretty easy. Burrito blankets. Burrito blankets. Oh, wait. What? Uh, burrito blankets. Burrito bl- Oh, tortillas? Mm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Nick, electric hose. Uh, can I ask for a spelling? <laughs> H O S E. The other one is just a performing group. Yeah, a, an extension cord. Andrew Fish Museum. Mm, aquarium. 
Mm-hmm. Nick, cereal water. <laughs> Milk? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to think about that one too much. This is a a new area of internet culture for me. (laughs) Yeah, one that I don't grasp in any way. Andrew, cat puppies. Kittens? What? (laughs) Just call them kittens. Fur babies? (laughs) Fur babies. (laughs) Oh, I I had a thought on fur babies, and I don't uh, don't want to offend any relatives who I think have used the term before. I don't have a problem with people saying fur baby. I do slightly have a problem with people saying that parenting a fur baby is remotely comparable to parenting a human baby. Mm. Yeah, that seems obvious, but maybe it isn't. While totally supporting that some people don't want to have kids and are perfectly happy with pets. Yes. They're just, they're not the same. That's all. Uh, probably. Vibrating midget bird. <laughs> Um, is this just the German translations of these words? <laughs> I mean, hummingbird, be. I guess. Yes. Yep. Because it right. looks just just going. It indeed. <laughs> where's Where's Jason Becker's desk when you need it? Mm. Mm-hmm. Oscillatory bird. Uh, sand moose. Camel. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't really have the uh the horns or whatever you call them i forget mm-hmm. antlers antlers yes yeah i don't know i'm from um, look i'm from the midwest we don't have moose meese. mooses meese meeson mm-hmm. meeson meese <laughs> nissan yes a murder of <laughs> you did what uh a bird leaf what? Nick, a bird, bird leaf. A uh, feather? Yes. Oh, God. That feather. is... <laughs> Andrew, a campground for dead people. Uh, a graveyard? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm beginning to doubt the collective intelligence of the internet at this point. Mm, right? Yeah. This is concerning. Nick, raw toast. <laughs> Bread. That, yes. That's just a frame of reference, isn't it? Un- toast or not. Un- undercooked toast. <laughs> rare. I like my toast yeah. rare. Oh, no, don't eat that toast. It's raw. Ideal bread-eating temperature. <laughs> yeah, well, toaster or toaster oven? Mm. Or not. Or not. Here's the last one, Andrew. Sugar bagels. Mmm, go nuts. Delicious donuts. sugar bagels. Yep. Although I, if donuts were as tough to eat as bagels, I would probably be less inclined to eat them. I feel like we should do the animals, too. Well, you know, why that. not? Okay. Furry potato. Uh, that has to be like guinea pig or something. Guinea pig. Mm. Yep. They are furry potatoes. Danger noodle. A snake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> A giraffe sheep. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> That's just two animals. That's not another animal. A giraffe sheep. Jurassic World has gone too far. 
Just because you can doesn't mean you should. <laughs> Gi- giraffe, sheep, uh, horse, mm-hmm. or llama? No. Oh, llama, alpaca, yes. llama, llama or alpaca, yep. llama or not? Uh, mm-hmm. Llama face, trash panda. Oh, that's a raccoon. I know that one. Mm-hmm. Tyrannosaurus deer. Tyrannosaurus deer. Long legs, short arms. Oh, kangaroo? (laughs) Kangaroo. (laughs) I was trying to decide if the Tyrannosaurus part meant it was like a meat-eating scavenger or bipedal Mm. or... Tyrannosaurus deer is what um, Jurassic World was working on until they hit upon the Indominus Rex. Mm-hmm. Decided it would be a money maker. Prison pony. <laughs> zebra. <laughs> zebra. <laughs> C flap flap. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> a C flap flap. Doesn't that describe literally flap everything flap. in the sea? Pretty kind mm. of. This has two flap flaps. Flying fish? Nope. Uh, um, uh, stingray. Stingray. See, it does describe them. Yeah, I guess so. Seems like about kind of toddler level vocabulary. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, that's the level that imager is mostly operating at. I, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you think, Mike? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Uh, water cow. <laughs> Manatee. Wa- that's a good one, but not not on imagers level. Dugong. No, but but they're literally called sea cows. That's that's just incorrect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have a bone to pick this, now. This will not stand. Yeah, if if you Wikipedia <laughs> sea cow, it takes you to manatee. <laughs> well, not sea cow. It's water. Oh, the huge sake. manatee. <laughs> I would argue that water, water and the sea are a... approximately analogous. Mm-hmm. Uh, a water cow is a hippo. Oh, I see that because it says here that sea cow is the name for a hippopotamus in Afrikaan. Hmm. Which cat snake? Oh, cat snake. Those are uh, the um, ferrets. ferrets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Spiky floof. <laughs> spiky fife. <laughs> Flo- <laughs> floof. <laughs> you don't want to play a spiky fife. Let me tell you, it's quite challenging. Uh. uh Hedgehog. Yeah. Hedgehog. It is a hedgehog. And I think that's the last. I, one. I did like their description of foxes as dogs running cat software. I thought that was prescient. <laughs> 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 hmm. All right. So we've covered fur babies. <laughs> the fur baby vertical. Mm-hmm. Oh, I forgot to ask uh, Nick, what is your cookie count? Cookie count, like number of cookies in the home right now? No. I mean, I guess you could do that, but I'm sure you have a cookie count that's much higher. Oh, in Cookie Clicker. <laughs> uh, let's see. Stats. Uh, cookies in bank, 39.458 sextillion. Cookies baked this game, 633.252 sextillion. Cookies baked all time, 751.861. No, two sextillion. 
Do you just have a wow. script to? No, I've never used any of the cheats. Um, mm. It's just been running for almost two years. <laughs> <laughs> My all time is only twelve quadrillion. Yeah, I think with the uh, heavenly chips, I can hit quadrillion in a couple of minutes. Mm-hmm. Cookies per second is thirteen point four five seven quadrillion. Mm. So <laughs> you get more in a second than I yeah. have in all time. I, okay. I could be quote unquote playing more optimally, but uh, I've I've been stubborn about getting my last two prisms for two hundred and not wanting to reset. So it's taken a lot mm-hmm. longer. Mm-hmm. I have three cookies. Good job. Oh, I have four cookies. A, a cookie like that, you don't <laughs> click all at once. <laughs> Nick, do you have any of the shadow? I mean, it looks like a good cookie, um, right? So, do I, I think I have some. I have the God Complex one, but I had to look up how to do that. I have the True Never Click, uh, mm. and Just Plain Lucky. Mm-hmm. That's all I have is just plain lucky. I didn't know there were shadow achievements until I got that one. Yeah, there's a there's a cookie clicker wiki if you really want to get into it. Mm-hmm. That, oh, I've that been is studying it. <laughs> the things that people <laughs> make wikis for. I mean, it's a surprisingly complex game. <laughs> you click on cookies. <laughs> that's what you think. That is what I, that's what I'm doing right now. I'm up to 200. That's because you only have four I have cookies. 270, 220. Get on my level. <laughs> Your cookie Speaking level? Speaking of uh I actually block all third-party <laughs> cookies, so. Uh, Thank you. Thank you. I'm here all night. Speaking of uh, competition, uh, what are what are you up to in Shooty Skies, Mike? Mm, I, I downloaded that to get bleh, today. Eight. 26. Oh, our game has been adjudicated. Ooh, Ooh. let's go see. Okay. Oh, I didn't <laughs> Wow, all of Turkey's moves failed. Oh, weird. Oh. oh, Russia must have promised something to Turkey that was a lie? Perhaps. Oh, no. Wait, uh, hmm. Uh,. Wait, I I don't remember. Something. Italy's doing a lot of convoying down here, I see. I don't know what's going on in England. I can't even see without zooming in. <laughs> uh, <laughs> France took London, as well as uh, whatever LVP, Liverpool. Um, I don't know if I could tolerate French Beatles. England is coming for Warsaw now. Russia has taken Norway. See, I have flux on, so I can't tell all the colors properly. <laughs> Let's see. Can we compose press now, or is it? Oh, it's fall. Yes, so we can. Okay. You still can, because it's technically the retreat phase of fall. Oh, right, right. No wonder I can't do anything, and I'm just staring at this chart. Wow. Wowee. I need to... Uh... I need to find some new board games that work well with two players when it's just Anderley and I after Theo's down in bed. Yeah, Monopoly's not really a good choice. 
I mean, we've we've played it. <laughs> just a one v one game of Dungeons and Dragons where you're the DM. <laughs> She's the only player character. <laughs> we have played the uh, Star Trek: The Next Generation uh, VCR board game, hmm. uh, where each of us is just playing two characters to make it work. Uh, you should just local multiplay Command and Conquer Red Alert Two. I'm not sure that would be her game, but we could try mm. it. Mm. Well, you know. I downloaded that the other day and played it and remembered how great it was. And still is. Oh, it's my favorite game. Did you ever play the uh the first person command and conquer shooter where like I did not sort of I, I think area I control. to acknowledge that, yeah. That is weird to me. I think everyone on my hall freshman year was playing that. And I, I, my, I had a power book at the time, so I definitely wasn't playing that. <laughs> I don't think I missed a lot. I remember being kind of fun as far as, you know, weird area control shooters go, but, mm. you know, there was mm. no Counter-Strike or... I need to get um, Company of Heroes to... So I like the first one. I'm not playing a lot outside of mobile games right now, although I'm slowly making my way through the Telltale uh, Game of Thrones. Well, this is the thing. I don't really have time to play these games either, so I buy the games that I can play, like a skirmish round or something, and then be done. Although I probably will get Fallout 4, because I like it too much. Play it over the summer or something. Yeah, I definitely can't do a big story game, because it just there's too many um, potential interruptions and too many people I want to spend time with. <laughs> Not now. I'm trying to get for Boston. <laughs> I also think in the case of that one, it would annoy me seeing Boston incorrectly rendered uh, <laughs> in a game. Yeah, I don't really have to worry about that unless for some reason someone decides to set a game in Columbus or Cincinnati for some reason, which they should. I mean, the, the Telltale Walking Dead game was in some random small towns in Georgia. Hmm. So you could imagine a game being in, you know, medium city Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> so I think the last thing we'll talk about is what kind of a car do you drive? Mm, I drive a Fiesta. Mm. A 2011. Yes. yes. Good guesser. Mm-hmm. How many miles do you uh, have? Just shy of 84,000. Wow. Most of those are not mine, though. Because it was given to me in 2013. So, yeah. As alluded to earlier on the show, we are the <laughs> unfortunate owners of a 2013 Jetta TDI Sportwagen. Mm. <laughs> yes which is a, a good size family car for taking a toddler around in but uh, apparently has been smogging up the place mm-hmm. <laughs> turns out yeah <laughs> yeah well but is it really that bad i mean i know it doesn't meet the emission standards or something like well that, you know but... one car isn't gonna do a whole lot but yeah mm-hmm Se- several million of them. Right. 
Yes. I think I saw it's up to 40 times the limit, so it's it's pretty bad. Mm. 40 times is a lot. I mean, 40 times the Chipotle burritos would be a lot of a lot of burritos. You think they'd let that through a TSA checkpoint? Mm. Well, I can't, you know, they don't have reliable information on that, so it's hard to say. <laughs> none probably none of them can have guacamole or That's true. Does guacamole count as a gel? I hmm. think so. It's more of a colloid, right? <laughs> I mean, is that milk? It's, uh, it's really more of a paste, I think. Well, they definitely If you had whole whole avocados, you could take them, I think, but not you couldn't take uh Guacamole. I don't think that. I think that counts as a liquid. TSA. All right, back to we circle back. <laughs> Guacamole. Avocado security. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, it comes up under special instructions. So it, it I guess it counts mm. as a gel. Unless mm. you have aerosol guacamole, which would be interesting. I think that's just pepper <laughs> spray at some point, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, gr- green pepper spray. Yeah. yeah. Well, we drive a 2005 Ford Freestyle. Mm. Uh, it was such a very popular van, so popular that they only made it for three years. Is that the well, inheritor to the Windstar Aerostar crown? Literally, it's so. a renamed Windstar. Yeah. Mm. Um, it has 165,000, I think. Wow. Mm-hmm. Still hmm. going. Yeah. We had to do quite a bit of work lately. Um, I replaced the, uh, it's not called a distributor anymore. <laughs> the, uh. Ignition coils? Ignition coils. Yes. We had to replace the rear brakes not just the brakes the calipers and mm, everything well yeah i mean at that mileage you you'd want to mm-hmm. well they had apparently pushed out completely pushed the cylinder completely out oh well yes that housing is, yeah a concern mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh what else have we i think we they told us we have a broken motor mount which we're just getting by with for mm. now I mean, the engine isn't spinning in the engine so it seems to be okay. <laughs> that would be something, wouldn't it? I think, I think you'd notice <laughs> that, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, we, a couple of recalls recently, but that's Ugh, it. Recalls. Mm-hmm. And we have a 2009 RAV4, I Ooh. think. I think it's 2009. It also has, over a hundred thousand, I think it's at a hundred and ten. Mm. The only thing we've had to ha- had to, done to that is we had the brakes redone, all the brakes brake pads replaced, and the back caliper not the brake not the calipers the discs had to be replaced, um, which isn't that surprising because the people who had it before us drove on gravel mm. roads, so I imagine there was, those got chewed up pretty yeah. bad. The, at first, I was like. Well, why do you need to replace those? And then I remembered, yeah, they probably had rocks in them and stuff. It's probably okay for you to replace mm-hmm. those. And, oh, we had a recall for the airbag malfunctioning. Um, and it, it, we actually, 
uh, had the airbag light come on right before we got the uh, recall. Um, there apparently something in the harness in the steering wheel that came comes loose after uh, around a hundred thousand huh. miles. Hmm. So now we once again have air, airbag protection. Hopefully, we won't, won't ever have to test it, but it's there. So, Andrew, if people want to get in touch with you, where can they do I that? I am on Twitter. I am at a Houston. I, I can't be bothered to spell it. It's in the notes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe <laughs> it's a. Uh, I think it's a h o o s t e r. And uh, Nick, where can people find you? I'm uh, at UltraNerd on Twitter and pretty much everywhere. Uh, my blog's blog.ultranerd.net. That's U-L-T-R-A-N-U-R-D. Mm-hmm. Uh, d- does your fur baby have a Twitter account? <laughs> our our dog uh, can be found at at DarcyFish. <laughs> what? Hmm. Okay. I think. Well, I don't. If you, mm. okay, mm. 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 so fish, mm. uh, fish uh, that dog dog fish, see yeah. flap flap, <laughs> dog. <laughs> so uh, that that is something that uh, predates me as uh, as this is a a dog that was originally my wife's. Hmm. Okay. Well, we'll the, have with the Twitter account to, predates, to it. Or, or you know, no, was... the calling the dog fish. Oh, mm. I thought. Well, you know, these days when you go like to a shelter to get a dog, they already have the Twitter account set up. So, you know, there's the, you got to sign the forms and get the dog license and get the Twitter password and all that. So, right, you can't you can't uh, expect anyone to adopt a dog without uh, at least a thousand no, Instagram it's, followers. It's, it's it's not good for the brand. 